Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. We have episode number 129. Tyler, some big news happened today. We now finally have the captain, Aaron Judge, introduced back with the Yankees after uh, signed his nine-year, $360 million contract, the 16th captain in Yankees history. Aaron Judge is back. We have some other moves to talk about, some potential moves, hopefully, if there are any more to to go on. Rodon officially is now a Yankee. Tommy Canely is now officially a Yankee. Uh, Rizzo is, I, th- I think it was easier to designate Rizzo as an official Yankee because he was signed back so early on. But Yeah, um, I, think they, I think they tweeted that out. I think they made that official, right? Because they didn't make the Canely or the Rodon news official until, until today. Until until Judge started talking about it in the uh, <laughs> yeah. in the presser. So that, so like, that was funny. Crap. <laughs> um, but yeah, some exciting news, man. I mean, for Judge to be named the 16th captain in Yankees history, I think is really, really cool. It's yeah. really dope. We knew it was going to happen, too. It was just like, and, and I guess that's obviously why they didn't do it last year, because they're like, hey, we got to sign him long term before we name him captain. And yeah. it was only a matter of time once he was locked up forever. We were like, all right, are they going to do it, you know, closer to spring training? Are they going to do it opening day? Are they going to do it right, uh, you know, at the presser, which they obviously did today? But very, very, very cool to see. Um and it obviously made it obviously um, meant a lot to Judge. It looked like it to me, at least in the presser. What did you think? Yeah, I would agree. I think it was really cool. They they um, they talked about how there was a mystery attending individual, and it ended up being Jeter, which I thought was really cool because at mm-hmm. Jeter's uh, press conference when he became captain, I think Don Mattingly was there, and um, for Jeter to be there, you could tell Judge was. I don't know if Judge didn't know. I think they said that it was a surprise for Judge. I could be wrong on that, but um, for the the fact that he showed up and Judge joins the likes of of Derek Jeter, Don Mattingly, mm-hmm. Willie Randolph was there, took a photo with him. Thurman Munson um, was a captain, as well as Luke Gehrig, Babe Ruth. A very long list, obviously, um, and he becomes the 16th captain in the history. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it meant a lot for him to. To, one, you knew that it meant a lot to him to continue his legacy. And then where Hal said uh, in the introduction that the last thing that he said to him after they squared away the negotiation was, hey, I'm looking to make you the 16th captain. Thurman mm-hmm. Munson was my favorite player uh, when I was growing up. And I think that's it was really awesome. And I, I told you, like, it, you you just got the Yankee feels and and they're really good at doing that. I will say, like, yeah, when they, yeah, they are. When they do They'll, the pregame, they milk it. The storied franchise, the storied franchise, that. and sometimes it gets under our nerves when they're underperforming. I will admit mm-hmm. that, but when this was really really cool, and I think it was it was super fitting um, that Judge becomes the 16th captain, and the way that they talked about how he's a leader on the field. We know how good he is on the field, and then absolutely. The way that he carries himself is just—it's the what you want your captain to be. So it was yeah, awesome. and I think it, it's something we were, you know, as fans. I don't want to say wait. I mean, we were waiting for it, you know, um, probably after what? I guess the 2017 season. Everyone's probably already like. I would say a little. Captain. I would say a little later. I would say 
Because 2018, he was already that guy. So 20, maybe after 2018, then I would say beginning of 2019. 2019. Like when maybe maybe not definitively, but I would say definitely last um, 2021 when he was still he wasn't crazy like he was last year. Yeah, but he was. Then we were definitively saying like, okay, it's a time for him he to played, make him the yeah, captain. Yeah, yeah. And then he played like 140 games and everything. Yeah, as you said though, it also where he locks up his contract is what you're saying. Yeah, because okay, they can't happen. risk it being you know him captain for two and a half years yeah. and then and then dips to San Diego or something. Which <laughs> thankfully he did not. But nine I think years he's here though. He's yeah, here. I think I think that's a pretty solid you know in transition. Speaking of San Diego. Hal and Cashman and even um, why am I totally blanking on our president's name right now? Randy Levine. Yeah, and Randy all in their all in their uh, interviews after the press conference, kind of reiterated that this whole thing was Hal, which is what we thought of kind of as soon as he signed, but it seemed like this was Hal's ship, and he was steering it, and he he got it done. And Judge kind of reiterated that in his in his. Uh, when he stepped to the podium. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting to see. Uh, yeah. I mean, we sort of speculated, but we had a very, we were just guessing, but we kind of nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong feeling that, and it was the, really the first negotiation that it seems that Hal just said, okay, we, and, and it was, it needed to be done. And we were happy that he stepped up yeah. and he did it. They so. said three 3.37 a.m. Judge's time is when he spoke to Hal. Mm-hmm. So Judge judges up at goddamn almost 4 in the morning yeah. uh, talking to Hal, making decisions. But It was funny. M- Michael K. asked him because uh, he was on vacation in Italy, mm-hmm. and he said, um, he, he's like, did you enjoy your vacation? And he's like, <laughs> at the end I did after uh, we got the <laughs> negotiations done. So yeah. that, was, that was pretty funny, but – I thought the quote that Hal had too, I don't know if, if you caught it, you probably did, but he was like, right after the season ended, he said he, you know, obviously talked to Judge or whatever, and he said, uh, hey, I I am not operating as if you are a free agent. Like, you are a Yankee. We are going to get this done. Like, we're going to do whatever it takes to get it done. And, you know, I'm not picturing you as a free agent. Like, you are a Yankee. So I, I thought that was, I don't know. No, it was big cool. step in Hal's career. I feel like, like I genuinely do. He put his foot down and was like, "I want you. You're gonna be on this team," and that's that's just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was very cool. And you could see how hyped Boone was all press conference too. He's like, "Thank God I get this guy back in my lineup." Yeah, he did, a, but he it was did, very cool. He did a good job um, discussing what. He, what judge means to the clubhouse, what yeah. he means to the franchise. So Boone did a good job today uh, discussing the um, – discuss- You think Judge had anything to do with, like, the Rodon signing? Like, hey, you have to go bring me, like, one of these dudes. Well, remember the – maybe, because remember back in the day when <laughs> – funny looking back when Joey Gallo was traded for – remember when he yeah. mysteriously left the Tampa dugout when they were in Tampa – who? Judge? Judge and he like mysteriously left the dugout and went I back. Don't. I I What did he do? He just like mid game and what he went to the the clubhouse or something? Yeah, I think they legitimately I'm I'm sure some listeners may remember this, but uh I know Little LeBron's Yankees Twitter treatment? was somewhat like that. Yeah, cuz they I don't know if he's 
I don't. I, I'm. I think he has a no trade clause in this, but that that's different. Yeah, full but, full no trade in, in this contract. I do think Aaron Judge has a pretty definitive voice. voice when it comes to who. I mean, he's the well now he's the captain, so I'm mm-hmm. sure now it is set in stone that they would discuss everything with him. Maybe not like bullpen moves or something, but obviously position guys that they're going to ask him. But back in the day when that Gallo stuff happened, you have to go back and look. There was a time where Judge, I don't know if he was not in the line. I don't think he he may have not been in the lineup or he may have been late to come into the game because I think that th- that they were doing negotiations and maybe that play and they may the reason that they maybe talked with Judge is because Gallo was playing, you know, would say, Hey, we're gonna have him play left field even though mm-hmm. he's a right fielder and like maybe that was the clarification there. But I do remember that happening. So I guess that could maybe play into um him I- I'm sure at the negotiations, he's like, I hope you guys make some a big splash yeah, here, yeah, there, yeah. which they did with Rodon. So um, I can see and, that happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, Ju- and Judge said on his, you know, his, his phone call with Hal um, that they discussed a number of things. One of one of which being, you know, naming him the captain, and he talked about he was at a loss for words, this, that, and the third. But I will never know, obviously. But I do wonder what else was discussed there like if it had to do with hey I, I will definitely come back at this 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 uh price tag if you do you know a couple more things at the bare minimum but obviously we'll never know but it would be very we, interesting to see if we won't if know and it. we won't know until i, I don't know until maybe. our boy produces another doc for for aaron <laughs> and says hey aaron what was that what was about that phone call before you signed while well, i was in yeah yeah years yeah ago? Shout, shout out randy <laughs> yeah no um I, I don't know yeah i mean like i will get into it but um he could have been saying hey we want to see some more improvement of guys in our outfield i don't know but he's close mm-hmm. with hicks i think so maybe not so he maybe I don't, I don't think he was like outright like you got to keep Aaron Hicks or I I don't I don't know but yeah but I, I could totally see him being like hey I got the lineup like we will we'll we'll bang like we'll figure it out in October but just solidify like solidify the pitching right now or something like that I don't know it'd be interesting to see I could see him saying that I feel yeah. like yeah I don't know though um but Aaron Judge becomes the captain now it's official um he's not gonna have the C on his chest because then that'll piss off a lot of um. Yankee fans, I know, in our comments when I was tweeting it. <laughs> Why you can't have the C on the chest? That's I know. I, I swear, a couple people subtweet us, and we're like, I, I don't remember who it was. I'm not even if I knew, I wouldn't say. But they were like, uh, the graphic with the C on it is like so annoying or something, yeah, wait, or so tacky. Wait, I was like, shut up. Buddy. Wait till they see the advertisements on the jerseys this year because those are yeah. coming. I, I did you see the Red so, Sox is there, ones? What? There's something new. Um, so like the Red Sox, if you go on Twitter, I know the Red Sox, Red Sox tweeted out there bankruptcy. You would, <laughs> you would think the way they're acting um, right now, but the Red Sox had advertisements on their jersey. I don't know what the jersey. Oh, so they have mass mutual. So I'm guessing that's a, uh, like an insurance company, Insurance, yeah, but, sure. um, it's on the left elbow or the, the left arm sleeve. So it's like. It's yeah. down. So look, it's not going to be like the NBA where it was right above the, like where they had George's patch when 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 George yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it'll be the exact same spot of where they put the black band for when a, a Yankee or someone within the organization passes away. Which mm-hmm. listen, that's just the way listen. that sports is headed. Yeah, it doesn't. You I can't care that much, I, dude. I I I remember when it happened in the NBA. I said, 
oh, that's weird. I don't know how I'll feel about it. But every time I watch a Knicks game or watch watch an NBA game, I just I don't even it doesn't mm-hmm. even register. And even I will say the, soccer is kind of extreme. Oh, soccer is a hundred percent extreme. I, I hope it never gets to soccer. No, and even I don't if it did, it I, no. I'm not going to care that much. <laughs> But, you know, it's like I feel like people when they see, you know, I remember the Nike symbol last year, the year before, whenever it happened, people were kind of freaking out. Yeah. I'm like, bro, just wait until they write like, you know, I like I the know, I, cars I, for kids on, on, <laughs> on the front of your jersey. I, I like I don't mind the, the Nike clean. logo. I think it looks cool. And I know. Yeah. But, dude, you cannot go anywhere with some Yankee fans will say, don't besmirch the the pinstripes. And listen, if you're one listening, I respect it, but I humbly disagree that yeah. it just I, – I don't care. I really don't. And even, I'm looking at this photo now on Yankee Twitter. They When George did die, they put the – they put it right above the Yankee logo, and I'm sure even for oh, the, I thought it was on the arm patch. The, okay. the store, well, they do the arm patch, but this one that I'm looking at of an old picture of A. Rod, um, Jeter, and Cano, they had one up right above the with J M uh, G M S for George Steinbrenner above the thing. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there were people back then when it's something to commemorate the late great owner that they had a problem with. I there's. Uh, a lot of people are able to find a problem with something on the internet, so I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Th- th- I I'll be interested to see what the advertisement is, though. Maybe uh-huh. I'm trying to think. Cars for kids would be would be fitting. It'd be um, kind of hilarious. Would, would be honestly. fitting. Um, I don't know if they'd have that kind of cachet. Maybe the only ones that I could think of that would have that much money would be. I know there's a lot of Pepsi advertisements at Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. across the wall. So w, I don't know. WB, WB Mason. WB Mason makes a, <laughs> makes a push for the jersey. So we'll 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 be seeing that come across uh, Yankees Twitter. I feel as though maybe uh, the new year in January or February, mm-hmm. and then people will freak out about that. So that would be funny to see, or that be will nice, be funny to see. Yeah, a nice day on Twitter. Um, all right. Let's move on from – there were a lot of noteworthy stuff. Actually, when we were talking about how um, Rodon got announced and Canely got announced, um, Lucas Litke was actually released, uh, so he will no longer be on the team. He's been with us for now for uh, since 2021, right? So uh, Lucas is not – I think he was the – was he in the COVID season? He may have been in 2020. I, th- I know, obviously, for sure he was on last year. I th- I feel like he was, but um, but yeah, twenty 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 one to twenty twenty two, and then he had a, a quite a hiatus between when he was with the Mariners and with the Yankees. But I'm sure Lucas will get another job. But uh, obviously, I mean, dude, his numbers are good as a Yankee, dude. Honestly, yeah, no, he we've talked we talked about it. It's not it was we would say how he was a had a good season, but we weren't necessarily ready to put him in high leverage situations mm-hmm. because we knew his history of prior in 2021 where we would be a little freaked out with him. Um, but he, he, he had was, a 2-7 two seven, two seven ERA yeah. over two years with the Yanks. He had, a, he had a good time with the Yankees. It's just I think that they're probably got – we'll see if there's any more moving and shaking, but mm-hmm. um, he just and he was always just the odd man out. Yeah, he was always just low leverage, like you said. So um, I guess you could say the numbers are a little skewed. I mean, if he was an eighth inning guy, those numbers I can promise you would not be the same, but – I liked Licky. You know, he, he was fine. It's a shame to see him go. He got DFA'd. Maybe he'll, he'll make his way back around. Did a job. Um, at some point. Wouldn't be the first time that uh, the Yankees released a reliever and brought him back at some point in the season or, you know, whatever. But uh, I'll be rooting for him wherever, whatever he does. Absolutely. Um, so, 
the other news that came down uh, when was it, last Friday, I think. Yeah, last D- Friday. Uh, DJ? Not DJ. No, or uh, the Benintendi. So Andrew Benintendi uh, officially is off to the Chicago White Sox, 5 for 75. Um, biggest the, contract in White Sox history, Rob. Which is, oh, God, Jerry Reinsdorf. Freaking mind. That's mind We'll get into this later at the as we'll, as we'll wrap up, but Reinsdorf, the owner of the – I think he, own, he owns the Bulls and he owns the White Sox, but he was one that was very – adamant about not wanting steve cohen in the mix and you could, <laughs> you, you could see why, see why. <laughs> so uh yeah it's good for benny i know benny the reports were he didn't re- i, I would have really i think we both would have really liked him for left field um mm-hmm. but he it didn't seem he he was open to coming back to new york the report said but it wasn't that he was fully bought in uh to wanting to be a yankee and obviously he was looking he for wasn't that, getting five years with that longer either. term contract yeah um, and I'm sure the Yankees uh, offered him, say, two, three years deal. I think they said three. Money. Yeah, I think they said three for 65 or 60 or something or 50. Something like that was yeah. an offer from the so, Yankees, apparently. So just flat out, it, he wasn't really fully bought in. Maybe it was the past Red Sox <laughs> rivalry. I don't know. Yeah, I don't who know. knows? Yeah, I you don't never know. know. So, but he said Stuff that he's playing New York. Yeah. He he did he did do well and obviously it came short with the hand thing but um he just it wasn't a match for him which listen can understand mm-hmm. it um we now we can just go back to rooting against them I guess as as many times yeah. as we'll play the White Sox because it seems we got a rivalry brewing with them so yeah I don't like the White Sox <laughs> we're gonna look back in uh three years Rob and be like do you remember when Ben Attendee was a Yankee dude yeah it's Freaking like random the same played way for we like look a at, month the same way we look at McCutcheon and yeah Kutch, um, yeah which hey, Edwin Encarnacion Edwin dude. Encarnacion but hey listen, worst worst playoff bat I've ever seen who knows Andrew McCutcheon <laughs> could be a left field option now that uh, yeah I think he kind of played well last year too honestly uh let's see what he did with Milwaukee uh, he, I think he was in limited time though. Oh no, he played. He played 134 games, 237 average, 316 on base, 384 slugging, 700 OPS. Um, listen, 16, 17 home runs, 69 RBIs. <laughs> it's listen, the definition the, of average, right there. But listen, <laughs> Tyler, better than Aaron Hicks. <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. Listen, if uh, that may be an option, you know, I mean, he's an older guy, but yeah. Uh, how old? How old is he? 35 isn't hicks is th- going on th- or is hicks 33 no dude, he's, 30. he's 35 and he's played 14 years i for dude i didn't even realize how young kutch was when he came into the league honestly listen tyler hicks is 33 30 and he's 35 if i had to choose between the two i may be okay with kutch but um oh yeah i could see is he a free agent or is he still on milwaukee or, or I no be- i think he signed somewhere i believe he's a free agent if I, I I I know he's on the free agent list. Yeah, he's still a free agent right now. Is he really? I, I like the way that he meshed with the. I mean, listen, we have other guys to talk about, but did um, we just discover that we want cuts to the Yankees? <laughs> I mean, all right, maybe, but <laughs> we'll see. We got wait. Talk. It says March. 14th 2022 Kutch signed all right wait okay so that's last year according to wikipedia he's still a free agent and usually wikipedia as as long as when it comes to sports tenures are pretty pretty on on point yeah so i'm looking at stories might end up playing 20 years in the league dude dude he played 134 games that's still more than what aaron hicks has done in the past and he's older has aaron hicks ever played 140 games besides 2018 
Um, I don't know. I think I'm Googling it right now. But listen, we may have somewhat talked ourselves into signing a savvy veteran. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, and it wouldn't be more like you're not getting a huge upgrade over Hicks. It's just it it is what a it marginal is. Marginal upgrade, but 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 you're getting a person that people will not hate with a burning passion, and will probably play like he cares. And he's and familiar. Be a good club, yeah, good clubhouse dude. Like Kutch and and Riz, I feel like that would kind of click. You know, uh, I don't know, love that. All right, we'll keep um, that on. We'll keep that on the radar if it does happen. You you heard it here first. But um, yep. all right. So other than Andrew McCutcheon. Outfield options at this point. Uh, Yankees Zilch. Twitter. Yankees Twitter has been hot in the streets talking about Michael Conforto. Uh, right now, it it's a he, he's a Boris client, so we'd have to see what kind of money he demands. I've, I've there's maybe potential. I mean, with the money that Steve Cohen is paying, maybe he has a reunion with the Mets. Um, but. Uh, listen for where the Yankees are right now. Unless they're the going Mets out, don't need him though, dude. The Mets, you know, the Mets technically didn't need Carlos Correa, but they did well, that. I, and, I mean, but, yeah, but that's that's a different story. They I had feel like. Eduardo Escobar, but um, yeah, no, I think he won't go back to the Mets. But um, Conforto is an interesting option. Simply, he's he's younger, um, and you could get him on a one year prove it deal. Um, I would explore the option i know it's going to be a tall task at left field but uh brian reynolds potentially look into that trade um because i i don't know but it's it's sort it's of very slim, limited Rob. it's sort of slim pickings right now from what you can do in the left field option and honestly i've talked about it on this i i'm not really sold on conform i i know it's a low risk potentially high reward move with conforto but to be honest, with a guy that hasn't played in over two years, would would be going on over two years of baseball. I don't. I his last twenty twenty one is kind of where I see his potential being. But yeah, we could be surprised. I I understand that. But I'm not out here saying yippee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying okay. But it would be the Yankees didn't falter and say go back to Hicks which is on the table sort of after what Cashman said today it seems yeah. I was, was going to say so. I instantly w- had a bad reaction to it but I did read some of the replies in our comments and I was like I, I remember someone said well if he's trying to trade him why why would he talk poorly about Aaron Hicks he Cashman just gave him the kiss of death he's gone and I was like huh it kind of make it, it kind of makes makes sense to me, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I, I I do think to a degree when it comes to Hicks and Donaldson, I, I do think they there just w- has to be a trade, Rob. I don't I, know where. I, I do feel but there I, is. I really hope there's a trade, but I do. It, it really they have so many infielders, dude. They do, and, they and need it, a left fielder, and it's they really so many. It's really discouraging to think that potentially. Because they have so much money committed to Aaron, or because they have the money committed to Donaldson, and then they have the money committed to Hicks, that they're going to say Hicks is nothing though. They should yeah. be able to move him if they want to. I, they might not want to. They might want him to be their backup outfielder. Yeah, that may be the case, which is also again discouraging, annoying. But, yeah, um, I don't like. There I remember is a I world. Texted, I, I know you said it last pod, but I do think there is a world, unfortunately, where they are both on the team. Maybe not Hicks starting, but mm-hmm. Donaldson starting. 
Yeah, Donaldson is the the opening day third baseman. I feel like we could, you know, we broke that news a month ago. We can break it again. (laughs) But Donaldson is starting at third base on opening day. I feel like that's a given. Um, But, yeah, you're right. There is a world. It seemingly becomes more and more evident that there is a world where Hicks and Donaldson could potentially be in the same lineup on the same day in 2023 on the New York Yankees. I hope that doesn't happen. But, um, you know, I guess that world does exist. We got too many infielders, though, Rob. Yeah, trade that, him. That um, someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. The, DJ Glaber so, Donaldson. So IKF. I, I, w- I wanted to talk about the DJ thing. So DJ Lemayhew. It looks like, by the sounds of what Aaron Boone talked about and others within the Yankee organization, it sounds like he's going to be able to avoid the toe surgery. Mm-hmm. Um. And it seems like he's do. I think Boone said he's doing baseball activities, so assuming hitting, running, doing some some light work, whatever his grounders, whatever yeah. his whatever his uh, his workouts are. Um, but I wanted to talk about what his role could be next season, and it may not be. I I think um, even though he's doing work, does that mean that potentially he could be on track to play opening day? I would probably venture to guess likely not, but. We don't know what. No, playing. no, he's gonna play opening day. I would think. You think? Okay, so because I, I, I think the discussion was if he were to have the surgery, then he might. Then miss he would like, have uh, like three weeks. Okay, so my thing with DJ, and I, I'll, I'll see what your take is on this. That one of the reasons why I wanted to trade Glaber, not only because I think they're that, um, the value, whatever he does this season, we'll, we'd see. I think he'd still be, he could still. He maybe could potentially play up his value or however that goes, whatever. But my one, like the biggest concern that I have with DJ is I really don't like the idea of him being shifted back into a Swiss Army knife role that he's traditionally been in, especially coming off the two seasons with hampering injuries that come Mm -hmm. at the tail end, whether it was the hip in 2021 and then the toe at the end of 2022. And I know it's easy for us to say, oh, well, DJ can go play at third or DJ could play at second or DJ could play at first and then you can switch him back and forth. But I think the signs of him now getting older, I would really appreciate. And I think I think the Yankees are probably thinking about this now of let's play if they play him full time at second base. And obviously, I'd say third base is a bit of a more demanding position at the hot corner. And obviously, we would rather him play there than Josh Donaldson. But just thinking because I just think I don't really want to shift him around anymore because it leaves that opportunity. I'm thinking of 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 your of your positioning him everywhere, and his body's kind of starting to break down. And then plus two factor in, you're thinking, okay, now we have Oswaldo Cabrera who can shift in and be that Swiss Army knife role, and that won't decrease Oswaldo's value of and that'll if anything will upplay his value of hey he could play all these positions and my thing is I I don't really like the idea of DJ like just being shifted around especially with what we've seen in the past two seasons and we want him to be available in the playoffs for sure yeah we so, want him to play every day yeah I don't so think that's why it, I, that's why I think like I I'd seen on Twitter of guys talking oh let's we you could have dj play third instead of donaldson but even if it just if if you're saying like okay we're gonna make him the full-time third baseman even then i'm a little weary on it just because i i with what his body has gone through a little bit Mm -hmm. that's just me because i i I don't know if if it's the smartest thing for them to do 
It's fair. It's definitely valid. Um, I think, you know, obviously dispersing of Glaber, which we talked about last pod, um, immediately fixes that issue and puts him at second base. But I think we do have to remember, DJ is the only other capable first baseman on the roster right now, Yeah. unless you somehow make Oswaldo the first baseman. So he he is backing up Rizzo at this yeah. moment. I think my biggest I'm down to not have him run around. I think my biggest concern would be third base is my thing. Like I think I'm fine if he stays at third. He's but he's not a great third baseman to begin with anyway. I'd rather have him at second, call up yeah. the kid, let Volt play third. No, he's absolutely. A, a I gold think, Glover at second. Like dude, dude I that, that's just my biggest thing. I, I yeah, exactly. Gold Glover at second and I I just you signed him long term for that 6-year deal and and I I know we had Glaber um and and that's going to be the thing. Like if they I, there's a I think it's a fifth really in my mind it's a 50-50 shot with Glaber being at second and obviously as the more time goes on throughout the offseason obviously we're going to think that he's going to be on the roster but mm-hmm. that would be my thing of just I'm a little concerned with D and we want DJ in the playoffs like I, DJ yeah. is that bat that we missed in in Houston uh, you know, we he hit the home run in 2019 to to get He's us. He's kind back of our only game. leadoff hitter too. Uh, a, a lead uh, and a guy that you could put a leadoff hitter, and then a guy that you can Swiss Army in the in the lineup a lot of times. So mm-hmm. that would be my thing of 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 then why I would trade Glaber, and then I'd want to have him in the second base role playing every day. And I, I I'm just not the biggest fan of the idea of him being shifted around all the time which is easy for a lot of yankee i I see a lot of yankee fans talking about that but i'm always like yeah but is that the best thing for his health like i don't know yeah so well hopefully if that is the case at least oswaldo can aid with that this year Mm -hmm. you know that's if oswaldo isn't the starting left fielder um yeah which is also (laughs) that could happen yeah but you know we we don't want necessarily want that either because I, i don't think it like diminishes oswaldo you know as a player, but it kind of constricts his ability to be super flexible and play three infield positions and two outfield positions. If you just are like, Hey, you're starting at left. Yeah. Um, I think we'd both kind of like for DJ to play second and have Oswaldo be the utility dude. I think that that kind of makes sense. They have a plethora of infielders. They literally have six infielders, Rob, and that are like essentially competing for three spots. So, yeah. It's That's gonna, if you include Volt, but I think, I mean, Peraza is going to be on the active roster, I'd imagine, this year. Um, he's the only backup shortstop they have, so. It's going to be interesting, dude. It's going to be very, know. and maybe, hopefully, they could pull something out, and it's not like the trade was last year for Donaldson, but yeah. I think. Trade they, for Reynolds, dude. I think they're going to make a move. I don't know what it is, but. They, I, I really feel like they, they have to. Like, I, I think they just don't, don't have. They just a have such a log to. jam. Yeah, There's too many infielders, and all you need is a left fielder. Yeah. Um. No. Transitioning or talking still about the, um, about the free agency and everything of what's going on. So. Uh, a lot of uh, see all the short stops are now off the market, and now. They went to the Giants, right? Um, with who went to the Giants? No, I was just, I was just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go, crazy. dude. I, I feel bad for the Giants. <laughs> the Giants, not. Giants, Giants fans, fans. I do kind of feel bad for. Yeah, that sucks. But 
Yeah, their organization is uh, not looking too hot right now. But yeah. now with all the shortstops off the market, next season, dude, it's putting a lot of pressure on Peraza, Volpe, to a lesser degree, Oswaldo. But there'd be it's their time though, Rob. It There'd is be their pressure t- either way. But you know, but they got to start at some point dude, if they're going to be it. True. But with the amount of talent that was on the free agent market in these past two seasons, yeah, it's, they're really banking on one of them. They're banking on one of them to pan out, and if it, I guess Bet you better keep the right could, one. You could decide. <laughs> you could ask if yeah, they better keep the right one, and you could argue of if it's fair or not. Um, and they just got to go out and do it. I'm excited to see Volpe, and obviously, I hope Peraza is the starting shortstop mm-hmm. to to on opening day. Um, but we'll have to see what happens there. Obviously, yeah. there's just a cluster of infielders, but it's a lot of pressure being put on these on these dudes. I I hope they I hope they thrive and and they they feed off of it and and live up to the expectations that are, are now now on them. I guess. Same. So. I don't know, dude. I I I I just I think that one of them we're gonna see both of them this year. Yeah. Volpe ended the year in AAA. Peraza obviously ended the year as the shortstop in the ALDS and the ALCS, which is still wild to think that they did all that nonsense in the in the playoffs. Um, it's going to come down to production, I think. And, yeah, maybe the pressure isn't too fair. Um, you're on the Yanks, dude. Uh, it's, it's kind of the, the cards you've been dealt. Um, well, the, also, too, the level of improvement that we're looking for, right? Because we, we the Yankees still had a – a good offense last year. They had obviously the August where they fell asleep and then fell asleep in the playoffs. And it's for just like KFC defense was the the big thing. That that as well, but particularly on the offensive side of the ball, I think that the Yankees are going to be. I think they're going to be looking for the kids to step in and not necessarily play the biggest role because we're thinking Stanton is going to be more healthy than he was last year. Mm-hmm. A complimentary role but that they're going aids to be, the rest of the team. But they're going to hopefully be the complimentary role, whether it's Volpe at third and Peraza at short or however it shakes out. Or Glaber dips and one of them is at second, yeah. But hopefully that they could be the complimentary pieces that we were asking just some remote sense of offense uh, throughout the year of whether it be Josh Donaldson or when IKF had his struggles at certain points in the season mm-hmm. that you're thinking, okay, hopefully they can step in and they can be and be those dudes. So it's pressure, but it's just it's the cards that's been dealt now, man. It's just yeah, it is what it, it is. What it is. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, I hope that I hope they kill it, and I hope we see him. Yeah, I think we will, and I think they will. I thought it was funny, dude. In our, I I don't know if you saw that one, the graphic that I put on Instagram, but everyone's uh, there were so many people. I said, "Who will be the starting shorts, the opening day shortstop in 2023?" And what so people many said, people, Correa. No, so many people. No, so many people are like Volpe, and I'm like, he's not on track to. I, it would be crazy. You'd have to have a ridiculous spring training, and they'd have to trade Peraza. It would, yeah, I because there's no world where I really see they already called up Peraza. He already had time. Be it we wish that it was hey way more. Our time. guy Eli predicted predicted Volpe starts it short at the beginning of the uh, the start of this season when we talked to him last year. That's true. I don't think it's gonna happen either because he's not on track. They uh, they want him to have more time. He, what, what did he get? He got. I know he came he up like, in September. He got like he three got like weeks. 
Yeah, he got like maybe 15 games in AAA. So, I think... I do think Braz is going to start. My though. prediction of when he would come... I would hope they wouldn't push it to like August or September. If I would they hope, did that, they're jerks. I would really dude. hope... July? June, like, I'll give you that. Late June? June? Yeah. yeah. I would hope then. That would be... And that, but hopeful. I mean, to be, to be fair though, I do think Donaldson or whoever's at short has to play bad. Or second. That too, yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta be, you know, uh, one of them. You know, one of those guys sucks. And but I mean, hey, if it, throat and stuff. yeah, yeah. But it, but if Volpe is having a, uh, you know, a thousand OPS season in oh, Triple A, get up, yeah, yeah. They, he, for, I mean, Anthony, force their hand, man. Yeah. Hey, you you bang. I mean, you're gonna come up. Yeah. Um. All right. Last to leave it off. Wanted to just talk about this just because it was insane, dude. So. Steve Cohen is spending yeah. like a madman, <laughs> like a madman. And he wants to die with no money. <laughs> no, I dude. <laughs> the thing is, I said this to you, his net worth, I think is maybe it's 18 bill. Yeah. It's quadruple of the Yankees franchise value. Mm-hmm. He, and the thing that is plays in his favor is he's a diehard fan that came in and wants to see his team win. And I really hate to say it, um, because the Yankees still did spend this offseason. They did. They spent mm-hmm. over half a billion dollars or half a half of a billion dollars. Yeah. But it dude, they he took being the evil empire and paying for players with this Korea thing to a whole new level. And listen, a lot of Yankee fans on Twitter and everywhere are jealous f- for good reason i mean it's it's I think not it's norm- good for the sport dude. I, th- I do think it's good for the sport because there's too many times where owners aren't spending money and they're holding on to the to all this money and you're and yeah, there's yeah. fan bases where they want to see them spending and i do the craziest aspect of it to me is that he's spending for this single season the total amount of a of, of like a prolonged contract of well he, he's spent he's spending a prolonged contract of like an elite level player in a single season, just so he could have Correa, Lindor, mm-hmm. Edwin Diaz, all these guys under huge contracts. And he really did bring evil empire of New York to a yeah. new level. And Matt- I mean, bro, they, they, they put in this Cohen tax form where he's paying like 90 cents care. on the 90 cents on the dollar in tax. So like every dollar he spends over this tax he owes another dollar basically to whoever doesn't get it. And he does not care at all, dude. That's bananas. He's just like, sure. You want me to pay a hundred million dollars in taxes? <laughs> Don't care. It's, That's my lunch for the week. It's astonishing, dude. And yeah. It's really like, he is just a fan coming this in. Is his, this is his toy. He does not care about making and, money. And and doing Because I think he knows the money's going to come, though, is my thing. I, like, I don't think he's trying to make money, dude. I no, think he's just trying to win. No, he's not. He, but he that's what I'm saying. He knows that the money is going to be there. Like, Mets fans are now even going to show yeah. up. The, the, I'm, I'm sure this morning the, the pre-sales or anything just skyrocketed. So he's saying, yeah. I want to put a winning product on. And I don't think that it necessarily means that he's going to spend the same way. I just think he's urgent to to win now, even though Correa was a 12-year deal, but even just with, like, Max and Verlander. And Verlander, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I know Yankee fans are jealous, and so am I, and for good reason, mm-hmm. because that would be 
It, it, it like listen. He's killing it, dude. Can't be mad. He's gonna sign Pete again soon too. I'd imagine they gotta They're, extend Pete. They could have a billion dollar infield. Jeff McNeil could be paid a, a bag. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that was it's crazy just the news this morning. Crazy news. No, yeah, the, I don't think. Yeah, we gotta say just the Mets. <laughs> I, but like Yankee fans are out here trying to defend it and be like, oh, like like. There are some that I saw, and they were retweeting that Jeter video of saying Justin yeah, Matz. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you got to give props where props is due. You just, gotta, you just have yeah, to. Yeah, but no, I give them props. I just I don't really care about the Mets until they come to town, dude. Yeah. I care about the annoying, annoying fans, and I care about how much of a fraud Lindor is. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> Correa is making the shift like, um, like A-Rod did, though. Yeah. Similarly. And I, I think it's the exact same situation as A-Rod. I think Correa is a better shortstop than Lindor. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Correa's arm is ridiculous. I think dude. they're close. Well, I don't know because we, we learned in that um, documentary about how Jeter and A-Rod were close. But I think when that – it feels like Lindor was, like, way more into it than when A-Rod was traded. Yeah, Lindor probably doesn't – Lindor probably doesn't care. So, yeah. Oh, we're doing too much Met talk now. We're getting they're homies too. Back. They're playing on uh, Puerto Rico. Playing on whatever, yeah, the the WBC team together. Yeah. Um, did we say that Nestor's on the uh, Nestor's on the WBC team? So I think he's the only Yankee for the for Team USA. Sevi is pitching for. Good. I don't want any of them. I don't want any of them to play. I find it fun though. I like the WBC because it gets you primed. Just for don't baseball. get hurt. Yeah, just don't. It's the one that concerns me would be Sevy, but I think Sevy's gonna have a huge year simply because uh, oh, he's pitching no for pressure. the Dominican Republic. I think yeah, he he wants to get paid, so I think he's gonna. Yeah, I'm not so concerned with that, but I'd be a little more concerned with Nestor. But yeah, let's go out and just shut everyone down. Aaron Judge named the captain of the New York Yankees, the 16th captain, um, and we will await more news that could potentially happen uh, in the coming weeks. But if we don't. Merry Christmas to everyone that that celebrates it. Merry Christmas to you, Tyler. Yep. Merry um, Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy, happy New Year. Happy holidays. Um, maybe we'll get one the next week before the New Year, but if not, yeah, you know, Happy New Year. Um, but I'm sure I'm, I have a feeling there will be some noteworthy news next week. Is would be Hopefully. my guess. Would be my yeah. guess. But that is we'll it. For episode number 129 of the Four Train Savages podcast, we appreciate you guys for joining us. As always, be sure to subscribe, leave us a rate and review. Follow us on social media at Four Savages on Twitter, at Four Train Savages on Instagram, as well as TikTok. Appreciate you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time.